everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, today I have an amazing guest. Okay, understand this guys. She has her own throne, the Empress. So, before we get into everything that the Empress has going on, let's take a moment out for our sponsors and I'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast. So guys, like I was saying, I am here with empress like i was i was in love with your name i will be very honest so (laughs) like i said if you sold rocks on the side of the road it wouldn't have mattered to me it was just like (gasps) her name so (laughs) so yes introduce yourself to my listeners yes thank you so much for having me coupon queen i love your name too um i am empress everybody um welcome to this nice little podcast that we've got two empresses here um i am a former ballerina with san francisco ballet i transitioned my career onto broadway where i performed in the original cast of an american in paris and later did the lead role that was like dream come true And then from there, going from the silent world of ballet into the loud Broadway world, I turned into a singer-songwriter, and uh, and I chose the stage name Empress purely because, well, it's not only just a great name, but um, and I couldn't believe nobody's ever used it before, but um, because I felt like finally as an artist, I was in the driver's seat of my career. I also felt like I owned the car and that I was paving my own path. So I felt very empowered um, as an artist and just as a woman to be in control of my life and my career. And um, I wanted to share that feeling with people who listen to my music and inspire others to take ownership over their own life and be the ruler of their own empire that they create. So that's, that's a little bit about me. And, um, and I can't wait to chat with you. Keep on queen. Thanks. Thanks. So let's talk about this for a moment. Okay. You went from being a ballerina to being on Broadway to singing. Okay. So (laughs) do you not realize like you're the trifecta that everybody's been looking for? (laughs) Like you can do it all. I can, I can dance. I can act. I'm just like here. And you say it so casually. I think that's the thing that gets me. You say it so casually, like, yeah, well, I was just a ballerina. And then, you know, I just decided someday that I was going to Broadway. And now I just, you know, I sing and so yeah. I'm Empress. It's, you know, whatever. But <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Well, hey, one of the good things about being a ballerina is it keeps you so humble. Oh, my gosh. There are, there's, it's like not only a competition for everybody in the room for like one role, you know, but it's right. like, it's, it's also so humbling because you have good days and bad days yourself. So it's like, you know, you almost compete against your own body every single day. So you have like a show and you nail it 
like a carpenter, you know, one night and then the next night you fall on your face and you're like, I could have done better, you know, or exactly. so it's, it keeps you super humble. Um, and, and then dancing in San Francisco ballet, it's some of the best dancers on the planet. So that keeps you humble, you know, if nothing else. And I was really young when I joined. So hashtag humble, (laughs) Wow. you know, I was 16 and dancing with like my, my uh idols and so that that keeps you pretty (laughs) low-key that's super cool oh my gosh (laughs) wow yeah I was I was one of the youngest in the San Francisco Ballet history there's like a few of us that joined at like 16 um and that was uh that stemmed actually I'm gonna go back to when I was seven years old um I really, I knew I loved to dance, but I loved music more. And I think that's right. why I started dancing was my love for just music. And, and there was like a soundtrack that was playing once. It was like a Disney movie when we were, when I was really little and I was dancing around with my friend. And to me, you know, I was like the prima ballerina. And then my friend was like the, um, you know, in Fantasia, they have like the hippopotamus, like that's right, kind of like graceful, right. but I was like, but I'm the like swan queen, you know, like, so oh I was doing gosh. my thing. And then I finished right at the end of this soundtrack. And it was the first time we'd ever watched this movie. So my friend was just like dumbfounded, like, how did you know the music was going to end right there? And I was like, I don't know. And she goes, you've heard this before. And I was like, nope, I just felt it. Like, and I, that was my quote for a long time. I was like, I'm just feeling it, you know, feel the music. But- People don't and, realize that you can feel like, in other words, people yes. and you can, music is so palpable music. You can feel. And uh, I've, yes. I've been told people, you know, sometimes if you're sad, like it's, it's crazy because if you, if you ever notice, like when you're sad, every like sad, mushy love song per- pertains oh. to you, you're like in Kills the moment. You. Oh yeah, totally. And you're you're like, feeling and you're it. Sitting there and you're having this pity party and you're like looking down at your ice cream and you're like, yeah, <laughs> I completely understand. That's exactly, exactly so, yeah, right. Music is so oh. palpable. And then there's times when you're like super duper happy and you're like ready to like do cartwheels and click your heels down the street and people are looking at you and you're like, so what? Yeah, you look like a leprechaun. You're like, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> totally. You're like rainbows, butterflies everywhere. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, totally. No, and that's what they, they call soul music. Um, apparently um soul music people used to put um like aches and pains up to the speakers and let the music heal them which is like so incredible and and you know yeah. they've you go back in history and people really did use music for healing or for right. you know their emotional healing whether whatever it was right. like physical. um but yeah music is so powerful and so that's kind of like why i i started dancing was because I felt the music and so it just means so much more to me that I like go full circle because I started at seven years old um, my mom asked my siblings and I to write down our dreams like our life dreams and goals and I had like I was very poignant I was like okay I have three things I'm going to be a ballerina I'm going to be an actress and I'm going to be a singer like isn't that kind of every little girl's thing? But I was like, oh no, in that order, like, this is how I'm doing it. And it was really cool because I, um, I think I was like 12 at the time when I saw this 
article in a magazine and there was this woman that was um, spotlight, like it was like the, the front cover and then the, the main, you know, story in this magazine right. um, was about this dancer who um, got hired with San Francisco Ballet at 16 years old. And she was standing like at this beautiful window holding the ballet bar um, with the mirrors behind her in this giant studio. And I was like, I want to be that. Like, that's me. You know, it's like that was um, that was the moment. And I remember thinking, yeah. And I remember thinking like, how the heck I grew up in South Lake Tahoe, California, and it's a very um, beautiful mountain town where we grew up skiing and hiking and playing tennis and doing all these things, but there's very little ballet to uh, be had, you know? So I was kind of like calculating the years. I was like, uh Oh, I have four years until I, you know, until I turned 16, like, how am I going to get from here to San Francisco ballet company? Like how, how does that even happen? going to work in the next four and years? Then, yeah. And then just like, you know, you, you know, that there's, um, someone, you know, upstairs winking at you, kind of like doing the God wink or the angels are all just kind of lined up like, all right, we right, got this, Shannon, right. you know, like, Empress, we're getting you there. And um, and it, it was amazing because like when I turned 16, I got hired to, you know, in San Francisco Ballet as one of the youngest, including this girl that I idolized um, from that magazine. And I, she ended up retiring the year I joined. So like, let's talk about the cycle of life. Right. Yeah. So I, um, you know, she had had this bar spot every, every morning, everybody kind of has their spots, um, where they like warm up, you know, holding the ballet bar and we, um, and it's kind of like this, this pecking order thing. Like when you join, um, the company, you're like in the back corner, but for whatever reason, she left the company that year and I got that bar spot. So here I am holding the same piece of wood um, in that picture that I had like looked at when I was seven years old oh or gosh, uh, sorry, so 12. Just, like, passed the baton to you. Isn't that incredible? Like wow. the, the dreaming big is like, you know, that's a real thing. And I was dreaming yeah. so outside of my you know, wheelhouse right, at right. the time. But like here it was manifested. And, and so since then, I've just been like, hey, you know what? If that's possible, what else is possible? Let's exactly, dream bigger, you know? Exactly. So, okay, I have to ask because <laughs> I, I hear this all the time and I am a stickler for this because I hear, I will hear parents say, well, you know what? You have to have a fallback plan. And, oh, yeah. and it's like, okay, stop talking your children out of doing this so how are your parents when at 12 you're like that's me like that's me in the next four years yeah they were okay so I have some exceptionally awesome parents they um I mean probably to themselves they were like she's never gonna make it like whatever you know like but but they never um ever told me that they were never like no you can't do that so what they ended up doing was helping me dream so like we took a family trip to San Francisco that year that when I was like 12 and it was like Thanksgiving time the the opera house was closed but they we drove around the city to find the place that San Francisco Ballet performs as the War Memorial Opera House. Okay. And we ended up stopping, uh, you know, in the, in 
like in the corner on the corner street somewhere and like running into the opera house and it was kind of closed up you can get in like the first set of doors and you can see the inside of the theater like Shannon someday you're going to perform here and that turned out to be like my home for you know over 15 years really like I, I had a really long career and um the the whole the cool part was was they always uh supported anything that their kids wanted to do it was like I think my mom my mom's thing was get your kids good at one thing at when they're young so that they understand a formula of like okay well it takes you know a lot of focus or concentration or practice or whatever xyz thing to get good at this and then once they get good at something they can take that formula and go and like apply it to something else that they want to do really well and they also have the confidence to try it because if they're not good at that it's fine because they're really good at something else so my mom was like she's geez she's the most supportive person um and and friend and mother and you know she was it was like all about dreaming big in fact I still have this figurine and I'm looking at it right now where she wrote I love you very much dream big and that was like the thing that she gave me when I um because they let me move in with my grandparents who lived an hour and a half outside of San Francisco um, Mm. when I was 14. So I like pretty much left home at 14 to study with San Francisco Ballet School. And then, you know, like the three hour commute per day was actually way more dangerous in a lot of ways than just living across the street from the ballet. So I ended up at like 15 moving into the city with a, a roommate and um, right across the street from the ballet. So it was actually really awesome. Um, wow. And so, you know, they, to trust a 14 year old, I mean, I was so driven, but like to looking back, I'm like, wow. Yeah. They know, trusted like, you a lot. That's, that's support. Lot. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and they always gave me the backup plan, which was kind of ironic. They'd always be like, you know, you can always come home, which made me feel even more supported like not that it was like this is your backup plan it was more like if anything ever happens like you can always come home and I was like great so nothing's ever gonna happen I always felt like that support behind me like so you know your your parents kind of helped you fall forward yeah that's mm, I love that oh queen yes exactly (laughs) fall forward all the time like you know a, a lot of and 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 I and I, I love this because I hear a lot. Like I said, I hear a lot of times where parents are like, "Well, you have to have a backup plan," and it's like, "But if you say it too much, they never bother to get on the ladder." Yep, totally. And, and, and that's the thing is, even you talking about how your mom wanted you to be good at one thing, one mm-hmm. thing, and then you guys learn to take it and make it your own. And yeah. really, because the, the other thing that I see that honestly makes me cringe as a parent, and mm. I, I hate to say this, and I'm not, criti- please understand, guys, I'm not critiquing anyone's parenting, but a lot of times, instead of doing what your mom did and saying, okay, you know what, you're going to be good at this, it's like, well, they're just in a bunch of activities. And then you listen mm-hmm. and it's like, well, they've got soccer, they've got taekwondo, they've got ballet, yeah. they've got this, they've got basketball. And it's like, 
okay. Too many things. Yeah. It has, has a, has a human schedule. What do they like? And then we're trying to figure out why a lot of times these kids are burnt out. They're burnt out because you've got them in 20 activities. They may like one or two of them, but they don't even really get a chance. It's like, okay, well, Monday's this and Tuesday's that and Thursday's this. And it's like, yeah, no, it's, that is a really good point actually, because at some point as, um, and every single dancer can, can kind of like nod their head to this in the whole world is like, there is a crossroads that happens probably around like eight to 12, you know, somewhere in that realm mm-hmm. where a kid is asked, you know, if, are you serious about this? And right. if you are, then you have to take a ballet class every day. Otherwise it's like, you know, you're just not going to get better. And, right. and if you're a big fish in a little pond, you know, you might need to go to a bigger school and train because dance is a younger kind of sport. I mean, there's, I have right. a couple of my best, best buds are like in their forties and they're dancing better than ever because they take really good care of their bodies. But that's not, necessarily everybody's trajectory but what happened in my ballet school I mean I actually think if I didn't get hired at 16 um if I was overschooled in a way which I wasn't by the way (laughs) but um I think I would have burnt out because it's so rigorous and if you don't have kind of like the if you're continuously just like you know in the trenches and you never see that you know, the golden light of the stage spotlights, like it's just not as fulfilling. I mean, the whole reason why I've ever been a dancer or a singer or a Broadway person is like the, um, the being on stage, I don't dance to rehearse, you know, people, um, in the ballet, Mm -hmm. everybody has their own personalities. Some people love rehearsing and I was never one of those people. I was like, Hey, I'm here to perform, you know, like, I, I had to pretend that there's an audience watching while rehearsing. Like that's, right, that was right. my mental, you know, like struggle bus um, of like, oh, I can't do this ballet again. There's no life left, you know, but, and you always save a little, they, they hated this part about me in, in um, the ballet company, but I always saved a little bit for the stage. Cause like, I can't give everything in rehearsal when you, right, know, you feed off right, the audience right. really. So you know, you become their friend almost. It's like, right. you know, we're in it together, not just like, I'm not just performing for you for myself. It's like, right. we're doing this. Um, but anyway, so I, I can just drag on about anything. So. <laughs> no, but I, I love, I love it. I love it. And like I said, I love the fact that you were clear with what your, you know, what your mom did and pushing you into, you know, hey, you know, Empress wants to be this ballet dancer she wants to do broadway she wants to do music and there was no like hey you know what slow down a little bit maybe you want to do something else you know pump your brakes maybe you maybe you could work at dairy queen you know and it's yeah oh my gosh wait no please don't do that right (laughs) and it's it is it's definitely um you know having faith that your child that you like raised your child to make the right decisions too because I think that's that's part of it too it's like 
if you question your child, you're kind of in a weird way, like, you know, you didn't get the roots in deep enough. Right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going back on yourself. And and I I think that's what a lot of parents Um, don't realize. Irony, of course. (laughs) I think that's what a lot of parents don't realize. In other words, you're questioning what you've done. Did I do a good enough job? And and that's really right. Did I do a good enough job? So yeah, but yeah. okay. So let's go. Wait. So we've got you going from twelve to sixteen and being a ballerina, and you're in a full-fledged dance company. What made you say, "Hey, it's time for Broadway. I'm going to use my voice now. I'm going to use my acting skills." Like, <laughs> what made you say, "Hey, it's, it's just like yeah," and, it and, was, and, um, then, to move yeah, it, and then to move it like clearly clearly across the country (laughs) yeah I know yeah seriously like uh, one coast to the other um yeah that's actually it's a funny story and it it came from um the ballet is where I found my voice um which is the funniest ironic thing in the whole world we're told I mean not even told it's a very I you know obvious thing is that in the ballet you're seen and and it's a visual art form you're never heard you know like you just you know and as a as a dancer if you're not a bobblehead you're just like you know loud and obnoxious and you get fired but um so so we're all we you know I was always quiet so here comes this audition where they had the entire company audition for this um quote ballet called West Side Story Suite which actually requires a couple dancers to sing and they you know don't just audition a few people they're like we don't know if any of you can sing so we're gonna audition everybody for this role of Anita and it's it was so interesting that process so they they like you know, put a camera three feet in front of you and they're like, sing this song. And, and oh like some people left crying, you know, it was like, um, and I went in there and sang. I was so nervous. I was like, you know, cotton mouth and everything like fruit of yeah. t-shirt manufacturer right there. And I was like, okay, I don't know how I did or whatever. But then, um, and we didn't hear right away, like who got the part. And we come back um, after a summer break and my name is on the board. I was 19, I think, 18, 19, somewhere around there. And my name is on the board with like all the principal dancers for this lead role. And then it turned into the American Idol audition where it was like every day we all had to go like one by one to sing and whoever did it better got opening night that day. And then the the red line through the next name and then, you know, your name would be at the top and then the red line, you know, so like we are all competing against this, this part. And even Rita, Rita Moreno, who played the original, um, Anita in West Side Story, the movie, right. she even came and like gave us a little lecture. I had this coach that um, did the entire sh- movie of um, Chicago. She was the vocal coach for that movie where it was a bunch of actors who had never really sung before. And right. so she was really used to that. And she was such a great teacher, Elaine Overholt. And she made me feel so confident and, you know, excited about the opportunity to sing in front of people who had never heard us speak at all, you know, like make any noise. So, um, so anyway, I ended up getting opening night, which was amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. sold out audience, 3,500 people. So the first time I ever sang was like the scariest 
thing that you could ever do as a ballerina. So I sang, wasn't sure, you know, how it was going to be received. And I got a standing ovation, like rave reviews. And it just so happened that Christopher Wielden, who is the director for the show I did on Broadway, was sitting in the audience that night Oh my saw me sing, bookmarked that page, and when he was casting the show for American in Paris, he was looking for ballerinas who could sing. Um, wow. And there's very few of us, apparently. And, huh. um, and so I was asked to be in his show, and at, at, like, at first glance, I was kind of like, well, am I ready to leave the ballet world? Because it's really not a revolving door. You know, it's, right. it's like once they, you leave, you're, you're, gone. you're gone. Yeah. And it was, it was actually perfect timing because I was looking for my next thing because I'd been in the company for 11 years. And I, wow. you know, I, I was getting a little, you know, burnt out, ironically. And I needed something new. I needed a new, you know, dream to, uh, to fulfill. So that was so cool. So I got uh, um, asked to be in the ensemble. Okay. And then, um, and I was, I was a little bit bummed out by that at first. I'm not going to be um, dishonest with you at yeah, all. You know but- what the funny thing is, and, and, and I can say this even, even, you know, doing like smaller plays, like when they ask you to be in the ensemble, it's like, yeah, I'm in the play, but yeah I know like I auditioned for the lead role and I didn't get that so I really take (laughs) it so I I took it because the casting director called me one day and she's like Shannon this is you you know this is going to be such a great show I really think you should be a part of it and there's a chance for you you know once we open to re-audition for the lead role you know and so so I was kind of like oh okay so that you know yeah let's do this. Okay. So I went, I did the ensemble. It was the best experience. You know, what a talented cast of people. It took the casting director like two years to fill all the spots. It was like, they really took their time casting this show and it was amazing. Plus it was working with someone, you know, that I'd worked with in the ballet. So I felt very comfortable. Right. Um, you know, it wasn't just, uh, it, me as a ballerina going in, there were like eight ballerinas coming from all over the world to be in this production and they had never sung or been on Broadway. So it was like, you know, we were, we were all kind of newbies at the same time. And and so it wasn't as um, horrifying. Yeah. Because in other words, (laughs) you you had a little group that just like you all knew each other. Yeah. We all got to be newbies. Yeah. (laughs) So that was, it was so refreshing because like day one, in singing rehearsal, I was sitting next to an ex-opera singer, and I really thought, like, wow, I sound so good, until she stopped singing, and I was like, oh, gosh, like, that wasn't me, that was her, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was incredible for those people to actually join in with the ballet, and, you know, it's this, this, like, meshing of two worlds that are very similar and so different at the same time so so it was really cool um and then I later uh auditioned I worked like the entire time um that I was in the ensemble I was taking acting lessons right and so I was preparing for this like moment of you know like whenever they need another person to do this lead role right I will be ready and so I worked so hard um I did privates like a couple times a week with this woman and took like, you know, group classes and acting, which is like actually really uncomfortable as a dancer because we express ourselves with our bodies and kind of shut off the emotion a lot. And 
learning how to just use your voice and right. you know like you know it's just a very different art form and and also learning choreography you can like rely on your body to remember things whereas learning a script is so much different than yeah, having to remember depths. the words yeah. and yeah oh it, i realized like it. wow i'm really not used to like using my brain this way at all so <laughs> so the, it was it was a challenge and mm. um and then it was amazing because i auditioned for the lead got the lead um and i got to perform and it was like dreamy it was just oh gosh so amazing I, yeah so wait i i love this because in other words, when you were in the chorus, you realized that, hey, you know what? I need to kind of hone this a little bit. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure that I am taking lessons. I'm doing what I got to do and just make sure that, in other words, it's just. Yeah, that I was prepared for that. Prepared you know? Yeah, that moment. I, I think that's, that's a lot of times where all of us, sometimes we fall and, and, and I, I mm. myself included, sometimes it's like, oh, I'm here already. I got this. And we don't yeah. <laughs> go and we, we don't say, hey, you know what? But I could make this just a little bit better so that when I'm called up to bat, I, even if it's just the fact that you don't flub, you yes, know? <laughs> totally. No, so that when you, are, when you are ready for it, I mean, it's so cool because like um, in the ballet world, you know, I have actually learned a 26 minute ballet in 30 minutes before a curtain goes up. So wow. they, you know, that was like kind of far into my career where I could do that. that right. That's like another skill that, you know, you kind of have to learn after a while and you do it under stressful times. So it's just like, right. whoa, okay. So learning something, performing it right away. I mean, or reversing sides, you know, they used to do this thing to some of us. The um, It was like, it was such a funny thing to be kind of, um, a quick learner in the ballet because mm -hmm. they totally take advantage of us <laughs> you know it's like yeah. oh she learns really yeah. fast so just throw her on she'll be fine and she's good under pressure so like just just put you know but it makes you so stressed you know like after the yeah. fact you're like god i need a glass of wine like what is happening so the <laughs> um the the broadway community like this particular show i think every show has their own you know ways of, of rehearsing and stuff this particular show is right. really really complex with like the set design and the you know oh. just it was everything it's like when you go off stage there's very little space so like even the backstage right. choreography was like you know something you really needed to know otherwise you could get hurt or you could right. hurt someone else so it was like right. the rehearsal process was slow um i had three months to prepare for the lead and so okay. it was incredible so by the time i performed i was so ready i mean it was like cool. betty davis like puff puff like let me tell you something honey you know like <laughs> i'm like i'm used to going on stage unprepared like this is the most prepared i've ever been for any wow. role in my entire life so it wasn't i wasn't nervous you know at all i freaked out some of the older actors who were like why aren't you nervous like you're making me nervous you know i was like well I'm not. This is going to be so fun. You know, it's like yeah. I'm ready. This is yeah. the most prepared I've been ever for my entire, you know, artistic career. And then now with the music, you know, flash forward, I took it took me over 2 years to plan out what Empress was and really kind of define really? what that meant and and how I wanted to write music and um 
you know, and what I wanted to say as an artist. And I think that that was a really important time to take in order to figure out my own artistic voice. You know, I don't think that's something that you ever want to rush, you know, and like figure out as you go. You kind of want to have like, all right, this is the target and now let's clarify it. So it's like really easy to hit, you know? Wow. That's Oh my gosh, that's like so amazing. <laughs> so okay, oh man, how thanks. long have you been doing music? Like, okay, we've talked about like all the stuff you've done and like you have the resume of like somebody that's like, hey, you know what? I'm in the <laughs> and I've lived this. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, little girl, mm-hmm. you have a lot to learn. Like, get over <laughs> yourself. But, like, <laughs> I'm just like with, with a dash like, of extra humble yeah yeah <laughs> but it's like whoa okay like she's got all this stuff and she's just like oh yeah well I did this and I did that and yeah. oh my gosh you know but it's uh, so okay the music like how long have you been doing music so okay well the real story is I started when I was really young like just doodling on the piano um but so like four years old but the actual answer is I only just started it's been about let's see three years but then really just one year of actually putting music out so three years where I decided you know oh this is my calling this is what I want to do I can do a little bit of all the things that I've done in my career like in one place like how cool is that and instead of always having to be like the ballerina on Broadway or the Broadway star in the ballet world, it's like, man, I can do it all. This is, this is like why I love the stage name Empress and it feels so right is that I'm like actually creating my own, you know, version of what that word is. It's like, this is my version of Empress. Like what's yours, you know? And I, I get to create my own empire and not be threatening to somebody else. It's just like, you know, I'm not competing against anybody anymore. It's really great. That's really what it is. It's it's you get to determine who you are, what your empire is like. Yeah. Like, and if you really know what that is and take time to really define that, then it's really it's not like you. There's no like crazy rush either because you're just like, no, this is just this is like a lifelong thing that will constantly evolve and be and grow, you know. So about one year, I released my first uh, song to the world, like about one year ago, like April Mm -hmm. something, I think. And well, happy um, anniversary. Well, thank you, my dear. I know it's been really cool, and and just kind of building a team of people um, that you work really well with and that you can trust in the music right. industry that was part of the you know learning you know lesson as well it's like you kind of go through a few people that you're like hmm not sure about this relationship as far as like they don't bring the best out of anybody right. you know or right. whatever it is or they don't have the best intentions or they're like way overcharging so like I have this incredible team of people this woman that I met through my music attorney in New York Mm-hmm. Um, is she's a songwriting, uh, well, she's a singer, so- she's a singer songwriter, but she's, okay. um, a songwriting coach as well. And so uh-huh. I thought I was going to use her for coaching, you know, right. I was like, Hey, you know right. what, this is going to help me, you know, I'm not afraid to take lessons. I mean, hello, you take ballet class, like right. you're, you know, five years old every day as an adult, you know, professional. So it's like, you're very humble as far as not being afraid to take extra singing lessons or 
songwriting lessons or whatever. Right. But she ended up just just coming over one day and she's like, no, let's just write a song together and, you know, we'll split it 50-50 and just like keep writing songs together and we'll see how it goes. But she has taught me so much about what it means to be a legit songwriter. I mean, she's incredible. She's so genius anyways. She went to Stanford as like a um, literature major. So it's like, she's just a great writer in general, but um, she's amazing. And then I have this other guy in um, LA that I love working with. He's like my musical soulmate, Bart Shodell. He is Mm -hmm. the sweetest guy you've ever met in your entire life. And just so happens to be the vocal engineer for every single person that we've all heard of. Like, you know, his Grammy nominations are like Justin Bieber and Beyonce. It's like that kind of realm. So he's just, oh, he's so good. He's like this into it and he knows everything, you know, and he, he's so present, you know, he doesn't like pre think it up. It's just like, he goes with his, you know whatever he's like feeling um and going back to the you can feel music you know thing it's like he really um has that vibe that you you know you get in the room with him and it's just like you both feel the same thing you're like yes I was just thinking that too yeah I love that wow really cool really got it you've really got a good team I'm so grateful for my team I really am and and it's still growing you know I'm still looking I'm kind of looking around to see what else I need as at this point. And, um, you know, you just keep on growing and it takes a while to develop those relationships. So I'm not in any crazy rush, especially right now with, right. with the pandemic. I'm like, this is the best time ever to sort of stop and create, you know? That's- yeah, I, I think that's really what it is, is. This is the time to discover your creative side and who you are, you know, mm on the inside you know totally we're we're always like go 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 but this is the time when you can figure out who you are on the inside like who you are at your heart and at your in your soul like you know Mm -hmm. you really get to say okay this is what I like to do this is you know yeah this is me totally and it's such a cool yeah yeah, because the thing is like in other words we're at home with ourselves. Like, even though we may have our families, our fam clans, our roommates, our whoever, but mm-hmm. in other words, you're at home with yourself. Yeah. You, you're, yeah. you're not doing the hustle and bustle. So if you can't be true to yourself, who can you be true to? That's exactly, whoa, mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, totally. It's, it's such a unique time in history. Yes. I mean, we're seeing the earth like you know just just if you think of everybody kind of being their own center of the universe it's like you know we can take this moment but watching the earth and how it's changing in the most positive beautiful way i mean they're like seeing the himalayan mountains from you know town cities and towns um in india for the first time that are like you know 30 to 50 miles away they're like whoa there's mountains over there it's not just like smog and you know they're seeing like jellyfish and then the bottom of the um venice canals and you know like the air qualities like it was you know before we had cars it's like it's really it's a time for everything everything. to breathe yeah and to just slow down and and really, I think, hone in on 
you know, like your dreams, what, like go back to the basics, like be that seven-year-old child again, who's like dreaming Mm -hmm. up their life. And, and now's the time to, you know, kind of figure out which next step, you know, what that looks like. And it might not be tomorrow because, you know, so there's no rush. It's like, it's really lovely that there's no like crazy, like, okay, you have two weeks and that's it. And, you right. know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I think we're so full of deadlines. Like I have two weeks to be on this and yeah, on it's to like the two next. week vacation. And then like back to the, right. Grind, right. It's like and right now we're just, what it is. you know, taking, taking this time. I know it's stressful for a lot of people and people's lives are kind of turned upside down and all, but yeah. sometimes um, and, and not always, I'm not going to like put this on everybody, but sometimes it's like exactly the way that your life was supposed to be so that every toy in that toy box is dumped out. You make this big mess and then you put it back differently. You're like, wait, yeah, I haven't seen this toy in a long time. It was at the bottom yeah. of the thing. And like, I remember I wanted to do this and you know, like now's the time to kind of go through that little toy box of life and just be like, wait, oh, I love that, you know, that part of me, and, and, like, let's, let's, like, play with it a little, you know, right, right, so it's, it's kind of a really unique time, um, if you're able to stop and kind of dream, and, and, you know, if you have kids, to get to know them, I mean, it's, like, exactly, exactly, I think the funny thing is discovering how funny each of us are, like, yeah, (laughs) discovering that, you know, (laughs) Your friends are actually really kind of funny. Like everybody has yeah. this quirky side. Everybody can be silly, and it's not just like, oh, not again. They're just being right. <laughs> oh my gosh, here she goes. You know, because that's uh, the way, after a while, honestly, let's 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 be honest. That's the way we are. Like normally, yes. it's like, oh, yeah. here she goes. She's talking again. <laughs> okay, um, where can I take my mind palace to this time? Like oh you're. My God. you're you're trying to zone it out. Did but you say a mind palace? That's the best. Oh gosh. You're giving me all sorts of material right now. This is great. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Oh, it's beautiful. But yeah, I love that. Discover like how silly you can be and how yeah, fun, it, you know. It's fun. It's just like, oh my gosh, you know, laugh, be goofy, get that, you know, yeah, totally. And, you know, you don't know how many times, honestly, like on on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Now, I'm seeing parents actually do pillow forts with their kids again. It's like, oh, oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, it's totally true. We've kind of like, in the best and and uh, weirdest way, we've like kind of gone backwards in, right. in like only like the the quality stuff. You know, it's like, oh right. wait parents are with their kids all the time and like we're posting funny things again and right of like, like uh, you know, yeah and Monday like, okay well mom fell asleep so uh oops mom missed out but it's yeah <laughs> like it's all funny things and it's all great and, and that's what I love about this is like we're getting to see people in their element like I saw a picture of someone it's like this is my quarantine uniform and they've got on a tutu <laughs> and a unicorn yeah. and it's just like, <laughs> go for it, girl, just go for it. Like, right. You know, I love it's, that. It's, it's, it's super fun. It's, it's, it's time to take out and breathe and say, Hey, why not? Mm. Why not? Love that so much. Oh, keep on queen. You're like <laughs> nailing it today. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah. <sighs> So tell everyone where they can find your amazing music, 
possibly even get a, a you know a sample of what you've done on Broadway all your amazing stuff I know yes you know, tell, tell them where they can find okay you. yes you can find me um many places basically my website has everything all in one so it's www.empress-music.com okay. um you can find out pretty much everything in one place but then if you want to follow me on Instagram that's my favorite of I'm a very visual person so I love pictures um and that is empress.music and uh pretty much all of my handles are empress.music except for Twitter which doesn't accept dots it's empress underscore music okay um and that's that's about it and i uh, post all kinds of old videos especially right now is the time to like go right. back right. and post old pics you know throwback thursday is one of the big ones these days everyone's like hey yeah. found this picture from 20 years ago yeah but, um yeah i've been posting videos and fun things from my ballet and broadway days recently because i've just been like wow just rediscovering and i wasn't so bad this is great <laughs> yeah wow. oh, you're always so hard on yourself when you see it when you're like in yeah. the moment and yeah. then you give it like five to ten years and you're like oh girl yeah. i was not too bad like this is not yeah not a, <laughs> yeah not I, what i, I thought it was yeah, I get it's all it. those like, things. No, I hated that. Why? Why? Why do I? Why do I look like? That? <laughs> yeah, look like that? but why? then like give it a little time, and you're like, oh, I look so good. You know, exactly. It's like, <laughs> that. Really Isn't that the way? Maybe my new goal uh, during this pandemic is to just appreciate myself in the moment. I think that's going to be Ooh. my next big. You know, that. okay, right? Guys, to just be that? like, are you listening? Are you <laughs> listening to that, Jim? Appreciate yourself in the moment. Mm. because we're always and and I hear people and I'll be very honest what kind of gets me now is people are like well we have to get back outside we have to get back outside we have to get back outside why so you can go back to ignoring everyone what what mm. why, are we, why are we running yes. out back Ooh. outside yes oh that was deep yes so yeah exactly. appreciate yourselves and let's everyone appreciate ourselves in the moment yeah so I love thank that. Thank you, Empress. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Okay, I honestly have to say, if you want to come back on, you are like super duper. Oh, coupon queen. I this is my, you're this. my new BFF. I'm so obsessed. Thank I you so much so for having me. This was so much fun. So, okay, and I, I have I to ask a personal favor. And since yes. I know that you've listened to a few of my episodes, will you do my co-host and I the favor of coming on shower and shower or karaoke oh yes girl I've been hoping you would ask me for that <laughs> yes please <laughs> would like, love that thank you thank you thank you I was like I was like I want to ask her but I don't know how she feels about it so guys you hear oh her? yeah remember shower or karaoke so we are going to have empress soon i am so whoop, happy whoop. You. thank you thank you thank you me too oh my gosh thank you for asking me so i didn't have to beg to be on it so <laughs> <laughs> i'm a big fan thank oh, you i'm so excited yay so empress it has been amazing having you i can't wait to have you on shower karaoke i can't wait to have you back this is so much fun guys so much fun of her information 
will be in the show notes so you won't miss anything and follow her follow her follow her she's like doing amazing things maybe she'll be like the next tap dancing astronaut in space i mean this <laughs> dream's big <laughs> I, i'm like listening i'm like wait um, a minute stop planting seeds stop planting seeds coupon queen <laughs> <laughs> Have a blessed day. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed all of this. And definitely, again, make sure you are following her, following her, following her. She has so much going on, and I can't wait to have her again. And remember, soon you guys are going to hear her on Shower or Karaoke with my co-host, Angelica. So... Guys, as always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.